Downtown Eau Claire is the place to experience amazing restaurants, entertainment of all sorts, and unique local shops to find your new favorite thing. This summer, Downtown Eau Claire hosts Party on the Plaza, a free music series on Haymarket Plaza on Saturday, June 24th, July 29th, and August 26th. Visit downtowneauclair.org for details on this and make plans to join in on the fun. Welcome to another edition with a banker with a beer. We have a great summer guest, a great summer beverage, and we're going to introduce everyone first to uh, the new, uh, I guess, temporary partner on here. Scott's still away in St. Louis, but uh, Ben, who's been working with the board for the last few weeks, is going to be formally introduced to uh, the group. So, Ben, welcome. Thank you, Jerry. I appreciate it. Uh, it's been a lot of fun uh, recording with you and, and joining this show, helping out uh, Scott's a good friend. And uh, so I've uh, been involved in Eau Claire Hometown Media in the past. Used to host uh, my own uh, music podcast, actually, on the on the uh, his roster So uh, many years ago, back in the pandemic. So i um, very excited to get back into uh, podcasting and uh, be involved in the conversation. So, um, but conversation's not about me. Uh, let's let's bring on our guest today. Uh, so, um, Allison Wisniewski, uh, President, Chippewa Falls Area Chamber of Commerce. Thank you, first off, for joining us, and uh, welcome to the show. Thank you. Well, thanks for having me. Excited to be here today. So, to kick things off, um, let's start with the backstory. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. What uh, are you originally from Chippewa Falls? What brought you to Chippewa, and uh, kind of the road that took you to your current role? Sure. I, I know we have limited time, so I'll try to keep it brief about uh, how I got to where I am today. Uh, I'm originally from Minnesota. As we were talking about, it's every once in a while that Oda from Minnesota comes out. Um, I came over to, U, uh, to Eau Claire, to UW-Eau Claire, to school um, back in 2000, and then I met my now husband, um, and we stayed in the area um, and my really second job out of college uh, was at the Chippewa Falls Area Chamber of Commerce uh, as a tourism director. So not new to the chamber um, or to the community, just new to a different role. So um, after I left the chamber, I went to UW-Eau Claire for the past seven years and now I've been back in my role as chamber president for the last six months. So again, not new to the chamber or new to the community, was still around um, even though I wasn't working at the chamber, was still involved with different committees there and still living um, in Lake Halley. Sure. I've lived there for seven years. Uh, so that's how I got to Wisconsin, to Eau Claire, and to the position that I'm at now. Sure. Very cool. Well, Ben, I, I'm at remiss here because I forgot to also introduce the third guest of the show. Ah. The beer. And <laughs> so the beer today is going to be, I probably is going to be destined to be a new uh Chippewa Falls Classic. It's Line and Kugel's Honey Lemon Light. This was Allison's request, and it's it's always appropriate to have a Lineys. So I will uh, hand out the beverages here. Thank you. And we will get going. So, uh, folks, want to tell us what you think of this? Prost. Oh, that's nice and refreshing. It's a good pick for 90 degree humid day today. Nice. These are the things you think about come January. These are the days you dream about. So, (laughs) well, thanks again for coming on to the show, Allison. Really appreciate it. Um, I'm going to start out with kind of a little different approach and kind of bring people up to speed. You, you're following in the shoes of, uh, I don't know about necessarily a legend, but certainly someone who, who made a big impression in the Chippewa Falls business community for 
25 years, uh, Mike Jordan. How has that transition gone, both from working under Mike as, as you were as tourism director, and then um, now actually leading the organization? Yeah, so I think it has gone as smoothly as it can, right? A transition of 25 years. Mike had extreme knowledge of the chamber, the community, um, and and really uh, those two pieces. And um, a lot of training happened before he physically left the office. So we spent um, some evenings at the chamber office getting acclimated. Um, one of the things that I think that was really nice is that I had been in the community and I had worked for him. So I also knew what he, what kind of his philosophy had been over the 25 years of running the Triple Falls Chamber. And so being able to take that knowledge and then really, right, I've been in this position for six months taking a spin on what that is. Um, so I think keeping the good parts and there's a lot of them. And then also looking at what is that next level? And that's really as I was brought on from the hiring committee is what does that look like for the chamber, the, kind of that next step and uh, what's that next level for the chamber? So I think it was as great as it could be. Um, he was really knowledgeable about sharing that, you know, caught me up to speed um, and still answers my text messages too when I have questions <laughs> about things um, that maybe we didn't go over as kind of crash course, right, as things come up. Um, and I would say more of it is that relationship stuff that isn't necessarily the process of doing A, B, or C or locking the building or turning on the alarm, that kind of stuff. It's more of the relationship and history of um, how things are, how they came to be. And again, having that history of nine years of working for him, um, knowing his kind of style, his philosophy on things, and being there for some of that historic too helped me, helped it be, a, an, I think, an easier transition. And what sorts of things, you know, how are you going to stamp this to become kind of your chamber? Yeah, so I think right, really coming out of the past three years is um, where is the chamber going? So the concept of the chamber, right, we, are, we support the business community. We're a membership-driven organization. Also unique to us um, in this region is we also have the tourism division under our chamber. The Menominee Chamber is structured similarly. Um, Eau Claire, that's separate, two separate organizations. So I think really seeing where, where do our members and where does our community want to go? now that we've come out of that and um, taking that and again what the chamber does isn't going to change what our philosophy is and what our uh, vision is but how we do that in the programs that we offer um, will change and we'll have to continually flex that so for me um, we have a lot of new staff um, on board and so there's been new sets of eyes so myself included right I've, I've been out of the chamber uh, world for seven years so have a new new look at what we're doing or why we're doing it and then with many new staff um, and I encourage anybody to stop in and say hi to the staff um, and learn about what their backgrounds are having that new set of eyes of what does it mean to you and what what new things can we do that would help our business community I'm not sure what that is yet but what we're working on is also strategic planning for 2024 so right we're in june almost july now uh we're we've done strategic planning with our board um and have done it with the staff and continue to do that so then when we look to january of 2024 what will we be rolling out for our members and i won't say it will look completely new because it's not broken um just what do we think the business community looks like from programming standpoint and what can we offer for our members so that's kind of my new stamp so i don't know exactly what it will be but having those conversations um, and what does our business community want and need from the chamber 
we have a lot of business people who listen to this podcast. And one thing that you have navigated well, but might want to give share some insight in, in is how is it to transition from being a, well, there was a gap of time you were with as a tourism director, you left and then you returned, but clearly a number of the staff were in place when you were there. And now you're now the boss. How's that dynamic working? Yeah, so that is tricky, right? Uh, and it was just having conversations of what does that look like? And then I think that's the great part about a community the size that we are, whether that's Eau Claire or Chippewa Falls, is that most likely you're going to know people when you, whatever job you take. And so um, they knew me, but maybe didn't know me as their, as a leader. So I've done a lot of trying to explain of what my philosophy is, what my vision is for the chamber, for our staff, um, and really doing a lot of listening of what do they want to see how does that look so really just trying to set set that stage of you've maybe known me as Allison but now Allison as a boss and a leader but what does that mean to you and how can I help you succeed in the role that you are at the chamber so we've got all that behind us but <laughs> great to have you on board you're doing a great great job so thanks so much um, tell me though as the head of the tourism division and also head of the chamber you're in a unique role of supporting a whole lot which is all of Chippewa Falls what makes Chippewa Falls unique so I've been you know we talk about this a lot and I think you know probably you know this too is it's kind of hard to put a finger on what it is and just this morning I met with a few people um and just was talking is like the, the communities are different between uh, specifically Eau Claire as we sit here in Eau Claire um, and Chippewa Falls. Um, oh, actually, so we actually sit in Altoona. Oh, Altoona so I, 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 wanna, I don't no, want to get Altoona you. upset with me. No, nope, thank yes. you for correcting me on that. So we sit in Altoona, um, Eau Claire to our west and Chippewa to the north. Um, I, I think for me, so coming from Minnesota, I came from a suburb of Minneapolis, a, a community that was a little bit bigger than Chippewa, but it didn't feel like that like I couldn't walk down the sidewalk and know somebody and um, I think for me Chippewa Falls and I'm not sure unique is the right word but makes it different is it is that small town you're seeing someone at the grocery store you're seeing them at church um, they're talking to you about all kinds of things right so whether you're um, at one of those locations you're out for dinner you're always having conversations about something um, I also think our community is incredibly philanthropic um, which I am blessed with blessed with and um, appreciative of not that it's always directed at the chamber but as I look at something you'll probably be talking about here in a little bit is just the philanthropy and the support of the business community to other nonprofits other businesses other chamber members and the chamber itself um, really just appreciative of that so for me, I haven't lived a whole lot of other places, but I think it's the small town um, feel, but it also has large amenities too. So it is a variety of different things that I think make Chippewa Falls, Chippewa Falls. It is not succinct of what describes that, but I haven't quite made figured out how to say what makes Chippewa Falls, Chippewa Falls. What does a chamber president do? Great question. <laughs> Inquiring minds want to know, right? Yeah. Um, so really, as I see my role, so right the last couple of months, we've been hiring and onboarding staff. Uh, but really, uh, what I did today and spent time this morning is with some of our members and just some of the other leaders in the community. We talked, the people that I was with this morning, we talked about how we're that next generation. So it's looking at what 
is our community? What do we want to see? What's the vision? And us as new leaders, there's been a, a lot of new leaders in different nonprofits around the community, even just businesses, right? So it's having that vision of, and I won't say it's my vision necessarily or the chambers. As I mentioned, we have over 700 members. So it's talking to our members. What do they need and what do they want? And how can the chamber help connect them? That's one of the things as I think about people ask, you know, what do you do all day or what is it, what does it entail? And I won't say just for me, but for my staff as well as being that connector. We're talking to a lot of different people. So you're hearing lots of different things. And, oh, I talked to this person the other day and this person said this and Maybe you guys should meet. Do you know each other? You know, a lot kind of kind of being that connector in the community. That's what I see. Um, and that's what I enjoy doing a lot of. Um, it's also, I mean, the nuts and bolts of it, right, is managing the staff. So when we're fully staffed, we'll have um, six staff, seven with me included. Um, and then really what's the setting the vision um, for that staff and then letting the staff do what their expertise is in and manage those once they know what the vision is. Um, so really for me, it's make, being the connector, running the day-to-day -day operations for um, all of the staff um, and really looking at that bigger picture of the next leader and a pillar in the community, which there are several of to, as well. It's not just me. How are we having those conversations of what does Chippewa Falls look like? You know, from tourism, economic development, um, the community, nonprofits, how do how do we have those conversations and who are we having them with and are those people at the table and are they connecting with each other you know i i know because i attended chamber events even though i wasn't there right everybody had to pivot when you couldn't meet in person that was really what the chamber did was networking and um having meetings and setting you know those again making those connections so they pivoted and they did a really good job of that but now we'll be able to be back in person so then it's again having those conversations of do you know this person and have you met this person and right some people have changed at businesses again that leadership that's where i think of this next group of leaders coming in do they know everybody and do we know the players and what kind of conversations are we having as we look forward to what's the next 15 20 years look like and what's the legacy that we can leave um, for our community we talk a lot about the Chippewa Valley and being a region and growing as a region and a lot of things we cooperate on, you know, the, the Chippewa Valley Rally and events. On the other hand, part of your job is to create this unique space, which in, indeed is Chippewa Falls. Now, the Chippewa Chamber is takes a larger area than sim simply the, the city. I mean, there's Halley and Lafayette and Wheaton and, you know, business and actually some chamber members are actually from Eau Claire. It goes mm -hmm. back and forth. How do you create a space that's unique from Eau Claire and the other communities in this region? Sure. And I've, in the six months I've been here, I've had conversations, right? I've, I've met with the Eau Claire Chamber. I've met with Visit Eau Claire. And we've had those conversations of what does that look like where we can keep our own identity, but also work together. And I describe my philosophy, and many people have probably heard me say this, but um, right, if not Chippewa Falls, than the Chippewa Valley, if not the Chippewa Valley, Wisconsin, if not Wisconsin, the Midwest, um, right? We're, we're all organizations that are small, that we can't overlap um, duties. So how do, we, how do we work together and collaborate while we all keep our own identities as well? Because we, we, we know that we have boundaries, but from the tourism perspective especially, 
they don't know what the boundaries are, whether or not, right? And I messed up today too. I, Altoona and Eau Claire, right? Like that simply, those boundaries don't exist, but we know that they do for budgetary reasons, whether that's municipalities um, or organizations that represent certain regions or certain municipalities too, from a room tax perspective. Um, and so I think it's just having those conversations of knowing how do we keep ourselves separate? And then when's the right time to come together? Because, right, there's things that, we ha- we haven't talked about yet and i don't know if we'll, but you know workforce and um child care those are things that affect everybody and it's not unique to eau claire altoona wheaton lafayette triple falls triple county um so how do we look at that as a region um because what i think is good for us or good for each of our organizations is also good for our community we want to keep people in the chippewa valley well that's a big segue into my next question as to what are the biggest challenges you're working on now for the chamber yeah so as i talked about you know as i'm meeting with businesses we're talking about those things workforce um child care housing um and none of them are singly they they all impact each other Right. Um, So I think it's not the the good thing and the bad thing is that we're not unique. It is not just us and it is not just our region or even just our state. But I think that also makes it complicated as it's happening. It's happening everywhere. Um, So I think those are the the biggest things that topics that we're talking about and that I'm hearing from our members. Um, But I mean, and I don't want to sound all doom and gloom. Right. But I think it's just the reality. And that's where I think also is the as leaders have that opportunity is like what's our footprint what's our idea for the next kind of generation how can we be um, a part of that and not all of it was within our control most of it isn't um, but it's how, how can we react to that and what do we have uh, the ability to change or modify um, and then and then kind of going down that route so those are kind of the, the big things that I'm hearing that are probably no surprise to you from the banking side of things as well. Um, but I think it starts with what are the concerns and we're all having the conversations and then having the conversations and then having ideas and then seeing what kind of can um, get get turned out of those ideas, what makes sense. I'll ask you a larger question, but I've given you a chance to have a little beer. So uh, Well, I didn't plan yeah. accordingly with the microphone. Well, you can so. move it a little bit. Yeah, yeah we can, no problem there. But one of the themes that's come up with this podcast uh, over the last number of episodes is just the growth that the area is having and some of the, the worries or the challenges that uh, the Chippewa Falls Chamber is having as a result of that growth. We have people moving into the community. Uh, we have housing shortage we have a daycare shortage we have you know this is the result of of growth and and, you know some good problems you know so there there's the flip side could you in some way kind of um, identify the kind of growth you're seeing in uh, Chippewa Falls and southern Chippewa County and uh, where do you see the growth coming from and maybe where do you see it going Sure. I think, all right, you you probably can't go many places in, and we'll say the Chippewa Valley, but, you know, specifically Chippewa Falls, you can't go many places that there's not dirt being moved for something. Um, so I see growth um, in the Lake Halley area. We've done uh, groundbreaking for Myron Construction just recently, um, but I also see housing going up in Chippewa Falls on the west side and the east side. Um and right as from a tourism entity, we represent the whole county, but right, Triple Falls being the county seat where, and we're there, that's where we're located is that we see the most, um, the most movement there. Um, 
I think that there are businesses that are trusting in the community, which is nice. And so they are either breaking ground on new spaces or breaking ground on expansions. So I would say our industrial park has seen some growth. There's also the potential for some businesses. Um, we also work with uh, the Economic Development Corporation on what, they ha what they're working on too for recruiting new businesses. Um, so I kind of see it in the housing, in the industrial sector too. Um, being six months, I haven't heard of all the projects. So I'm not sure exactly where it's going, but again, I think the, the overall is that there's trust in the community and trust in our region to invest. You know, they're choosing to invest for expansions and that's exciting to see. Do you hear anything from the businesses that you talk with or the businesses involved in tourism? Basically, where are people coming from? Why are they choosing here as opposed to other places? Um, and do you see, you know, just continued growth in the future? Or do you see things, you know, uh, plateauing at some point? So no crystal ball in front right. of me. And I know you're not asking for that. Um, I think as I as talking about, you know, the, us having the tourism division and the chamber, um, it sometimes is a gray area of what that looks like. But I also think the gray area makes us stronger too. And so why I say that is I think about the workforce is that um, we have the ability, we do workforce campaigns to recruit people here. Why do you want to live here? Well, the reason why people want to live here is also the reason why people want a vacation here. Um, so we have uh, a great message that can tr be translated between why you should move here or why you might want to visit here. Um, so I, I think that what people are liking about the community is, again, that we have that small town feel, but we have large assets from, you know, healthcare to um, the arts to, um, as we're, I'm looking at what we're drinking, right, to mm -hmm. great tourism assets, whether that's wineries and breweries and natural, natural attractions and natural beauty. Um, and I think that's what's attracting people here is that when you can have the opportunity to work and five minutes later, you could be out on the lake. There's no hour and a half commute. Um, I think that is, as you've mentioned too, is with growth also comes challenges too, is that why we love living here, why I stayed here um, and why people are moving here um, is great. How do, how do you manage all of that with that growth? So I don't, I don't see it slowing down. Um, and I think it's exciting to also share what, why we love here with other people too, whether that's visitors or residents. Now we're kind of getting, we kind of wrap up here in a little bit, but we still got a few more important questions I want to go okay. have to you. So you've lived here for a while. You're obviously involved in tourism and the business community. Favorite places of the Valley, maybe in general or Chippewa Falls in, in particular? Oh, you're going to get me in trouble now yeah. with all of them. Um, I have to say this time of year, as we think about what today, right, hot, um, any lake or body of water, right, whether that is on, typically tends to be Lake Wissota, um or floating, kayaking, canoeing, um, tubing, you know, down the Chippewa River. Um, and I really enjoy eating at a lot of the different restaurants. Um, so I am not, although I have ones in mind, but in particular, I have lots of um, favorite restaurants and um, places I like to go. So I, I, 
I can't pick just one. That's my very, that's my very <laughs> political, my very political answer. But there's just a lot of great, um, great opportunity to get out, and I think you know only just restaurants too outside this time of year. Is at one time uh, the role of the chamber was to actively recruit businesses. I think you know back when I was on the chamber board you know in the actually the late 90s you know that was we can cut that part out Jerry, we can, no it's <laughs> true I, 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 I'm, I'm old at least I'm, I'm experienced seasoned. We'll put it that. I'm seasoned yeah. there, there, yeah. there's a good term but I mean with all the growth coming in right now is the chamber actively pursuing businesses or is it more like I almost get the perspective it's almost like trying to get a drink out of a fire hose there's just so much stuff coming right now I mean just trying to support our existing business with you know getting the workforce they need, the land they need for expansion, the utilities they need, the uh, regulation uh, that they need to have to, you know, pivot through to be able to get to where they need to go. Is there more than enough just to handle what we've got here? Or are there things that, geez, the chamber still says, boy, for our, for our community or our area to kind of take that next big step, we need to get this and we want to encourage the, these folks to come. Is there any discussion like that? Uh, for right now, the, the direction um, from my chamber board um, is really just what might walk in the door come up right now. As we talk about economic development, as I've learned in the six months, is it can be a whole bunch of things, and it can be just a conversation that happens with someone that walks in the door as I'm taking a tour of someplace. Um, I think it is that balance, you know. And earlier on, you asked me, you know, what makes Chippewa. Chippewa Falls, Chippewa Falls, Chippewa Falls. And I think that's the conversations that I've had with businesses is that, um, right, without growth, we wouldn't be the community that we are. But then I hear of like, what's that appropriate amount? And I'm going to play the new card because I have another six months on the new card. Um, I don't I don't know what that is. And I'm not sure that really anybody knows, right, the appropriate level of growth or just expansion, whether that's new coming in or exp businesses expanding. For us, it's, um, I, I think, plain talking about those things, especially workforce, having conversations about that isn't going to change. Um, so how can we have different ways of thinking about what does that workforce look like? It, it isn't just what we've always thought of how we, uh, maybe from high school or colleges and keeping them here. Is it is it another idea or two or something out of the box um, that we haven't done before implemented that may be working um, that we can implement for our communities too. So uh, it depends on uh, what, what might walk in the door for now is ones that are looking to expand, um, but that is a real concern. But again, we have those conversations too of if we didn't grow, we wouldn't be the town that we are now. Um, and I think for Chippewa Falls too, we're incredibly diversified in the type of industry that we have. And I think that helps us weather some of these changes, maybe the coasts feel a little bit more. Again, I know I'm not specifically answering the question um, with those details, but I, I think um, over time kind of see what that looks like. But there is there's uh, there's a lot of businesses that are looking at coming to our region. And again, I think that speaks to, again, our region and the Chippewa Valley. I'll use that bigger one as what we have here is incredibly great um, and they see it. And they want to be a part of it. And I think that's great from a business standpoint resident standpoint again challenges um but we're not the first ones to experience this and it probably happened i feel like things are cyclical i don't know i'm picking a year 50 years 75 years ago it probably happened too and they probably felt the same way um and 
we got through that and we're here too with the growth that has that has been allowed to happen last question before we wrap things up so we always talk about the quality of life in the chippewa valley and things we can do what do you and your family do what what are your fun things that you that you enjoy about living day to day here in the chippewa valley so i like that my commute is short and very little traffic, right? The traffic is waiting for three or four cars to go by um, for us to get out of our parking lot. Um, summer specifically, um, a lot of outdoor stuff. So I, I've told several people this this week is I just keep chairs in the back of my car. So in case we want to stop at a winery, we can we have our seats with us. Um, I think it's restaurants. Last night I was an, at an express game. Um, so really taking that all in, I, I think Winter is a little bit harder for me, but we have great amenities in the winter too. Um, so you'll find me typically out and about. You may not recognize me because it's probably a baseball hat, um, which very many, very few people see me in necessarily. Um, so I think just anywhere that can get me out and enjoying, especially the summer, because we wait so long for that to happen. So. Right. Well, last thing, quick. We have this, the Northern Wisconsin State Fair coming up. Uh, what are some of one of the just the big events that we have kind of wrapping up the next the summer here? Sure. In so the Northern Wisconsin State Fair, we just did a ribbon cutting for them earlier this week. So stop out and see their brand new um, barns. Um, the Renaissance Fair is happening. Um, we'll have Rock Fest in Kadat. Um, Oktoberfest in September. Um, I know you have it here and you didn't mention it, but um, Jazz on the House, I'm cheating a little bit looking at it. Um, that will be on August 4th at Riverfront um, Park. And I think just some of those, right, the um, Farmer's Market, the Y has one and then one just across from our parking lot. So check out our calendar of events. There's a lot of great things happening. And again, from the tourism perspective, we market the whole Chippewa County. That is an extensive, um, it's a vast county. So from here up to Holcomb and over to Stanley, um, just check out what our calendar, what there is to do. There's a lot of great things in our backyard and some maybe you've been a part of them, some maybe you haven't. So I encourage everybody to try something new this summer. Stop out someplace that maybe you haven't been or attend an event. Um, One Fest 2 is happening in July. So lots of great things that are happening in the community. Allison, thank you so much. And Ben, for thanks for jumping on board today. Absolutely. Thank you, guys. Uh, so thank you for listening to uh, Ben and I talk with uh, Allison over a beer today. If you like what you've heard, please give Banker with the Beer a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Tell your friends about us and follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Northwestern Bank website, or wherever you listen to your podcasts from. Banker with the Beer is sponsored by Northwestern Bank, building stronger communities where people matter.